Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. Today is a solo episode and I'm talking about the niche fetish of worn items like panties. Formerly, I sold my used panties online and did lots of other interesting things transactionally. I'm going to give my personal insight into the world of used panty selling and tell stories like the one time I put a lollipop in my asshole and mailed it. The Slut Next Door podcast also has a brand new Patreon. If you want to become a producer for the Slut Next Door podcast, subscribe to the Patreon. I have two tiers. One tier includes just having a really up close and personal communication with me on what episodes I'll do next. The other tier is super special as I have extended after hour episodes. So it is an extension to the podcast and is a lot more uncensored and just wild straight from my crazy ass brain. So go to patreon.com slash the slut next door to check out how you can subscribe and become a producer and supporter of this podcast project. Today's After Hours episode, I'm going to talk about my personal favorite panties to wear, the worst customer I've ever had, my current favorite customer, and my current masturbation habits as a sex worker. So let's go ahead and hop into the episode today. And again, this After Hours episode is part of a Patreon perk. Now, for our regular episode, if you didn't know, there is a whole world out there online for men that like to purchase worn items, especially panties. And I spent some time selling my own panties and doing lots of other things um, within that time. But um, yeah, I used to sell my worn used panties. And you know, what guys do is they, they choose whose panties they want. You kind of advertise yourself wearing panties and you know, guys pay for those panties. So typically the first question is how long, um, some guys like girls to wear their panties like for days, um, or maybe it's just one day, but that's usually the first thing is they, you know, choose the, the, the woman that's going to be wearing their panties and then the amount of time. Now, every woman is different, obviously. So for me, I would always suggest at least a two-day wear. So I'd wear the same panties for 48 hours. And for me, that was, um, the panty would get the best smell in 48 hours. It, it, you get a nice experience of, of what I smell like. Um, and you know, the guys, they're smelling the gusset. The gusset is the kind of material that goes like right against the pussy. And a lot of them are also smelling the ass smell. So those are two of the smells that, that are important. I would do one day wears and it's just a light scent, very light. The two days for me, at least was just the money maker in terms of getting that ultimate pussy and ass smell that they were craving. Um, I also would do long wears. I think the longest I did was seven days. It was, it was intense. Let me tell you, it was intense, but usually I I did, I did quite a bit of five day wear, but seven days, wow, that was really freaking tough. 
And there's, you know, guys out there that love long day wear. They love it. They love the rank smell of it. And so that was something I learned very quickly. And what the interesting part is, is like when I came into it for the first time, you're thinking, you know, well, let me back up. Like just as a woman, you know, that wears panties every day, um, when they smell it, it can be like, you know, normally embarrassing, I guess that's not the right word, but you're just like, Oh wow, it smells, you know, <laughs> like it's just not something you think is a good thing per se. But then, you know, I went into the panty selling world and I was like, Oh my God, they like the dirtier, the better. <laughs> and I learned that very, very quick. I mean, they want them to be all, you know, stained and just n nasty, really. They're, they're, they're trying to get a really good experience of how a woman smells. So that was something new for me. But so going back to the long wear, I would always get asked this, like when you wear for, you know, a long time, can you smell yourself? Yes, <laughs> I could smell myself. It was pretty awful. Like I would be closing my legs a lot of the time because if I had spread them even a little bit with pants on, you're, I could definitely smell myself. It was terrible, but happy customer <laughs> at least. Um, yeah, so that, that was interesting. Um, you know, a woman's cycle is also a big thing with used panties. So, you know, so you've got obviously the period and some guys like period smells, the actual stuff that comes out. I mean, they're into it, but, um, you know, that's super, super niche, but usually, um, the time a woman is ovulating is definitely the big money maker, uh, because, that, and I can confirm that is when I am discharging the most. Um, it's like the time of the month where I smell the most like pussy. <laughs> it's hard to explain. Um, so yeah, understanding and knowing your cycle was super important for panty selling. Um, like I said, the period and the ovulation, like a lot of guys would obviously not want the period time where some guys would want the period time. Let me tell you, there's guys out there that will buy used pads and tampons. That's their kink. They want to experience that. I never got to sell those types of items. I kind of wanted to, to be honest. I really did. I just wanted a man to experience something I have to experience every single month. Here, take my period mess and you just have a good time with it. <laughs> but, uh, the, yeah. So, uh, another thing that is big in the panty uh, selling world is material. I feel that the classic panty buyers are wanting cotton. Cotton just holds smell so very well. Um, yeah, I, I would say cotton is a big one because those kind of synthetic materials are not going to hold smell as long. They will hold smell, but not as long. And when you're, you know, selling your panties, they often travel across the country or even across seas. So you want that, you know, hardcore smell to, to be able to stay during its journey. Um, a lot, I used to see a lot of satin. I never sold satin. I wasn't going to buy satin panties. I don't want to wear satin panties. It just wasn't me. Um, you know, and a, a lot of guys do not want brand new panties because, you know, when you buy new clothes, it has that, that factory smell. I don't know what that is. I call it a factory smell. Um, but they don't want that. They want panties that have been, like in your panty drawer for months, years even. I remember there was a guy 
that was so desperate for like ripped, like on their last leg sort of panties. Like that was his thing. And I wish, you know, in the past I had, if I ever get a hole in panties, I throw them away immediately. And I'm thinking, man, I, w I really wish I wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have because he was paying high dollar for that type. Um, but yeah, they definitely don't want them brand new and they don't want them smelling very strong of laundry detergent. You know, it makes sense because with the panties, it's all about the smell, all about the smell. Um, and then panty type is another thing. Guys would have certain preferences to the style of panties they preferred. Some didn't really care. Um, <clears throat> but like, you know, you've got the cheekies, thongs, um, bikini cuts, G-strings, you know, you name it. Boy shorts, all those things. A lot of guys would have a preference to which type they preferred. And I feel like the ass smell customers really wanted those thongs and cheekies uh, for sure. Because, yeah, that's going to get a real nice butt smell in there. Um, but, yeah, so what these guys are doing with these panties is, is it varies. A lot of them are just smelling them and enjoying them and jerking off, right? Um, definitely not jerking off on them because that's going to ruin the smell. Um, some of them wear them even wear the used panties and yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's something I'm not, uh, a buyer of used panties. So I don't know, but I know that a lot of them jerk off with it. But the, like the big thing I keep saying is the the smells There's something that they're drawn to with the smell of a woman, you know, especially, especially the pussy. It has such an interesting smell and it varies from woman to woman, I'm sure. And then of course the anal smell, that was a big, big one for sure. Um, and so on top of panties, you also have guys that'll buy used socks, used bras, used lingerie, pantyhose, yeah, all those things they will buy. And, um, yeah, it's, again, it's just the smell that they're looking for. And knowing it's been on a woman, I think just makes it even more appealing. Um, for me personally, there were some things that I would add on. So you've got the price of the panties, which varies. I don't know. Girls put them at different prices, but I would say that average, like reasonable price is $30 just for one day wear. And then you add on an additional fee for each additional day. And then me personally, I would also have add-ons where... I would put in my Kegel balls. So they're like two little balls that you stick inside your vagina. I would wear those and I would use that as an add on because when I wear those, I get extra leaky. Like I have a lot more coming out of my vagina when I wear those. So that's an add on. I also invested in this lovely panty vibrator. Yes. And so it was this little tiny vibrator that went right there in the gusset. And then there was a magnet that you put on the outside of the painting to keep it there. And so I would wear those and like basically come inside of my panties with that vibrator. And the cool part about it is it was a Bluetooth controlled um, toy so my customers could control the vibrator. So that was a lot of fun. Um, another one I used to like just include this for no extra charge actually, because I feel like it just produced high quality used panties is I would masturbate with them. And sometimes I wouldn't finish like orgasm, but I would definitely spend some time at night, like rubbing myself through the panties just to get that end of the day smell on those panties. Sometimes I would finish. Um, if men 
that were buying them wanted like a lot of coming, then I would charge more for that. Um, because you know, that's time, but, um, just a simple masturbation for me, it was included. I mean, a lot of girls, they charge for fricking everything. Um, <clears throat> but for me, it was always important to have happy customers and, um, quality product, if you will. So rubbing my pussy, you know, once a day for these panties, not an issue for me to do. <laughs> um, another add on that some guys like is no wiping, like no wiping with toilet paper. And that goes for everything. Um, you know, there's a lot of panty buyers that love the pee smell and not too heavy of a pee smell. I would say like it varies. Um, I have a story later where it was a lot of pee smell he wanted, but just that, I guess, extra little <laughs> tinkle at the end from not wiping is, um, wanted or even, you know, an add on that I did with skid marks. And I know that's gross. I know it's gross for some people, but you know, especially here, I don't kink shame. And when I sold panties, I'm not going to kink shame you. And I was happy to give my shitty panties away. Um, the, those were the happiest customers. Like they were just wanting that. Like, I don't think that, I mean, actually I'll tell you what I observed. Some of them, it wasn't particularly the sight of it or anything like that. They weren't licking it. It was just the natural anal smell that the skin marks would leave. And now some, you know, it was, they were licking it. They were, you know, it, it was the whole, they wanted, they wanted the shit. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, the, those are some common type of add-ons for panty buyers that are pretty typical. Um, and so the mailing process is like a whole thing. So there's some girls that would have the, um, vacuum sealer machines. I didn't want to buy one of those. So personally, I would like put my panties in tissue paper. I'd fold them up nice and neatly inside that tissue paper, put it in a Ziploc bag, and then make sure all the air was out of the bag and then put it in a bubble mailer and send it out. Yeah. I mean that, that was basically it. I would include little thank you notes, you know, like it's cause it's a whole experience. It really is. Um, so yeah, some extra things that you can find yourself doing if you sell your used clothing is, um, vials. So those little glass vials that are really tiny. I mean, like the hold a few, several mil milliliters in there, but guys will pay for your squirt, your cum, you know? So I did one of those. It was very interesting, <laughs> very interesting. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, just selling your squirt, selling just straight up pee. Um, because some of these guys are into, there's a lot of overlapping kind of niche fetishes. I noticed that aren't like what people would consider typical. Um, so like water sports, you know, a lot of guys are like wanting the golden shower and they would pay for your pee, um, or even spit, you know, just a vial of spit. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, it's, <laughs> it's a very dirty, um, if you will, kind of fetish niche, you know, all these, it's all this like stuff that typically you're kind of raised to hide these things, like hide the smell of your panties and, and, you know, wipe yourself clean and, <clears throat> you know, and it, it, yeah, it can get pretty like, down and dirty, the, the panty selling world. Um, but you know, if, if you're someone who wants to sell your panties and you don't want to do the gross stuff, that's fine too. Like a lot of guys just want the simple plain old panty smell. That's it. <laughs> and so 
you know, I found the whole experience to be quite intimate. Uh, for me, like, you know, if I was wearing for a gentleman, I would think about him during the day. I don't even know this person, but you know, if, I went to the bathroom and I looked down and I noticed my panties. I'm thinking about him. Um, you know, when I'm rubbing myself at the end of the day, getting that good pussy smell, I'm thinking about him. You know, it's like I'm giving him something that's so close to me and so hidden and so kind of taboo, you know, it's quite intimate. And then, you know, the funnest part was hearing from them when they received them, I love to hear how happy they were or I I would always push like, what did you do with the panties? And like, I could tell some of them were kind of shy to admit, but I wanted to know, I want to know what you're doing because that's hot to me. Like, I want to know if they're wrapped around your cock or, you know, you're jerking off with them. I, that's something that's super hot to me. And another really cool thing to think about is the pheromones, like that secret hidden thing that, you know, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong, but I, I just, I feel like there's not much science behind pheromones. And so, you know, the panty selling world and the worn item world to me is just driven by this hidden magical force that we don't really know about of pheromones. Um, because a thing I left out, I never did this myself because I didn't want to not wear deodorant, but, um, I would notice a lot of girls were selling, like they would wear t-shirts and not have deodorant on for a few days and then sell the t-shirt. And so the guys were like smelling that natural scent and, <clears throat> there's just something about that that's really cool about the pheromone things. Like, there's something in that smell, that natural scent that just drives some men wild. And that's just, it's fascinating to me. So, I decided I would take some time to kind of give like a behind the scenes kind of experience. Like some of the sales I did, and obviously I'm not going to use names and I couldn't even remember names. Like, it, yeah. So there's just anonymous stories of things I went through, things that were requested of me and things that I did. So I was trying to think of my first sale and I remembered the first sale that I made was actually not panties at all. They were socks. And so I feel like I have naturally stinky feet. Yes, I'm admitting that publicly <laughs> right now. Um, I do. I, my feet just easily sweat. They're naturally sweaty. So they get really, to me, disgusting by the end of the day if I'm wearing closed-toed shoes. And so <clears throat> I remember telling this gentleman, I was like, okay, so my feet like smell really bad. So you're going to be happy with, with what I provide. And he's like, perfect. And I wore these socks. I don't know. It was like two or three days, which was really tough. It was really tough to do because, you know, when I wear socks for one day, I want to take them off immediately and put them in the hamper, you know, but I didn't for this guy. So by the end of the time, I was like, these are fucking disgusting. Um, but I knew he would be happy. And so I remember him writing back and he was quite eloquent and that, you know, he gave the experience that he took my socks and the first moment he smelled them, his cock got hard and he masturbated multiple times that day, smelling my socks. And I was so turned on by that. I was like, oh my God, that's so hot that you're turned on by my stinky feet. <laughs> it just is super damn hot. Uh, yeah. So that was my first experience. And I was, I was hooked. I was like, okay, I'm ready to sell more socks. And then of course I'm thinking at the same time, how easy it was. 
um, you know, all I had to do was wear socks that I wear every day and give them to this man. And that's all. I mean, that was like super easy to make the money that I made, you know, selling their socks. Um, another thing I ran into a lot were, there were a lot of mommy kink, um, customers in that world. I noticed, um, and you know, another observation I've made even now doing like taboo phone sex and audios, I hear a lot of guys say that they smelled their mom's panties or their sisters, um, or family members when they were, when they were young. So, you know, I found that a lot in the panty selling world is lots of men that, you know, were still chasing that experience of smelling their mom's panties. So I thought of this one particular customer I had that he was so fun because when we had agreed upon how many days I would wear which panties, I then became his mom. Like he would call me mommy and, you know, I would, sh I would show him because one of the things that you do, if you're doing a good job is you send at least one picture a day in your panties. It's kind of proof that you're wearing them. And then it's just fun. It's fun to tease them like, Ooh, look at these panties that are yours. So <clears throat> yeah, mommy would send me. Mommy would send him pictures of her panties that she was going to give her son. And so he would get so excited and, you know, it was just really fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, you know, and of course when he got his panties, it's like, oh my God, I love mommy's panties. And, you know, just, it was just a lot of fun. Um, so I wanted to bring up that, that there's a lot of mommy kink with it. And, um, and yeah, and sometimes I would find customers that wanted the full back is what they call them. Full backs, which are AKA granny panties. You know, that was something they wanted because I, in my opinion, it goes back to the mommy thing. You know, they want those typical granny panty mommy panties. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the skid panties <laughs> wanted to go into more detail on that. Um, <clears throat> super, super interesting. So I'm thinking of one guy that was just, and, and so let me say this. Okay. I have, I have a fat ass. <laughs> I'm admitting a lot of things on these episodes. I have a really juicy ass. And so I feel like I would draw a lot of the ass fans, you know, the anal lovers, uh, with my big ass. <laughs> and so, um, I found myself doing a lot of skid panties and like, I'm this one guy, you know, he was just so complimentary on, on my ass, which is really sweet. You know, every girl loves to hear compliments and, um, you know, he would say things like, make sure you fart in those panties, girl. <laughs> um, but he was just so excited. It, it like drove him wild to think about like me farting in the panties and like not wiping myself back there. And, you know, when I would send him pictures, I'd pull those panties straight up my ass crack and show him and that would just drive him flipping wild. And, um, yeah, so that it's, I'll admit it is gross because, you know, you want to be clean. It's like for me, being clean is like one of the number one top five things that make me feel like a human is when I'm clean. Like I hate those days where I don't shower. Like if I'm being lazy at home, I feel so gross at the end of the day. And so doing the skid panties was tough because I wanted to be clean, but I'm doing, you know, this filthy experiment for, for these panties. Um, but I'm telling you, they would, what would make it worth it 
is how happy they would get when they would get those dirty ass panties. And I remember the one too, there was this one that was very, very into, um, scat. They, they were like, they had sent me pictures of actual, you know, scat fetish things they did in real life with their partner. And so when he received his panties, they were filthy. They were, they were covered. They were stained. He, I knew he was so happy with that. And so a week goes by and he sends me a picture of these panties in his mouth and they were completely sucked clean. So he had sucked those panties clean. Yes, that happened. It was like, wow, 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 wow. Um, so yeah, I mean, he just literally worshiped those panties. I remember him saying like, I will worship your panties. I will worship them by drinking off with them, sucking them, smelling them, everything, you know? So yeah, so that was that. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed doing in the panty selling world, um, is you, you will also find a lot of sissies, you know? And so that, that makes sense because sissies are in the panties and, um, I would make a lot of sissy packages and they were super fun because another thing you could sell on there, are your used sex toys. And so <clears throat> it really was a great way for sissies to collect, um, feminine items instead of buying them full price. So like, for example, the first sissy package I sent, I believe had a dildo, um, a butt plug and a lingerie piece. And so I had posted these and they were lingerie pieces that I wanted to get rid of that I knew I wouldn't wear again. Um, and toys that I definitely was not using a lot. And so it was good for me to get rid of them because it's not like you can take this shit to Goodwill. Uh, or to a thrift store <laughs> and you have a happy sissy with, um, you know, sex toys and lingerie to wear. Um, I remember making one where I put, I went through my makeup and I gave him makeup that I had barely used. Um, or I used to do like that. Um, I forget the name of it, but the box, the mailed box thing where you get like free sample size makeups. And so I had like, like shit like that, that I hadn't used and he got some of that. So those were really fun to make as well. And I, I used to love seeing my own lingerie on a grown man afterwards. It was really fun. Um, the lollipop in my ass. (laughs) So I got asked to put a lollipop and my ass, well, first he asked me to put it in my pussy <clears throat> and, you know, so you just put it in there and you mail it. Um, I'm not putting sugar in my pussy and I would advise no woman to ever do that because that will send you straight to getting a yeast infection. And I love my pussy too much for that. <laughs> And I don't know, I, I saw a lot of girls on there doing that. And I'm like, how the fuck are you doing this? Like, are you getting yeast infections all the time? That's fucking gross. Or maybe you have a vagina made of steel. I don't know. But yeah, sugar supposedly messes up with messes up the uh, pH balance or something down there. So anyways, um, I did Google that putting it, putting sugar in your ass is safe. (laughs) So I stuck a lollipop in my ass and mailed it to this guy. And I'm sure he enjoyed that lollipop in my ass at the same time. Um, (laughs) It was while I was inserting that lollipop in my ass, I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm thinking, what has my life come to? (laughs) But then at the same time, I'm like, I love my life too. (laughs) Like that I'm sticking lollipops in my ass and sending to men. (laughs) 
yeah, was fun. It was fun and empowering and I kind of love it. So yeah. Um, one time I did get a request from a couple. So <clears throat> there was a couple on there that had a profile and <clears throat> apparently they were big into like, so you take a vial and, you know, fill it up with your squirt and the wife is going to do the same. And then they wanted me to record myself. Um, and I feel like maybe he, he came in a vial too. Yeah. I want to say he came in a vial. So, so yeah, they both came into a vial and then they wanted a video of me playing with myself with their cum and then they would play with my cum together and send me a video and they were going to pay high effing dollar for this high dollar. I ended up saying no because I have this weird thing. So I love cum. Like I love cum. I love facials. I love swallowing cum. All things cum. Love it. But there is, there's a limit I have. If cum goes into like a, a cup, um, anything that's not on a body because I have licked cum off of someone else's body and that's fine. But there's something about when it, when it gets into a cup or a bowl, it, oh my God, it grosses me out. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. So the thought of his cum, um, repulsed me because I thought about his cum being old, you know, it taking a couple days to get to me and then I would have to play with it. Ooh, no, um, <laughs> I know. Uh, but the request was really hot. It, I wanted to do it for them, but I had to say no. Um, I did this a couple times. Um, <clears throat> so guys would just want you to take a pair of panties. Um, literally sit on the toilet with your panties on and pee. So the pee just gets everywhere and then put it straight in the Ziploc bag and mail it out. That was exactly what they wanted. Just soaked in pee. And so I know this particular guy, he had told me that he would, when he gets them, he wears them, he puts them on and he goes out in public because it's humiliating and he kind of hopes people smell the nastiness on him and that turns him on. And then he goes home and has even more fun with them. Um, but yeah, full on pee panties, a very typical, typical thing. <laughs> um, and, oh, another one. This one was always fun panty stuffing. So that was an add on extra. If you wanted me to stuff my panties inside my vagina and film it, guys will pay extra for that. So you just take your panties, stuff them in there, <laughs> make a video, you know, pull them out all sexy and then, uh, put them in the bag and mail them out. So it's just extra pussy smell. Um, that was always fun. This one, <laughs> this one was interesting. So I got asked for pea gummies. So where you take gummy bears, put them in a bowl and pee in the bowl. And then you let your pea soak in the gummy bears overnight and then put them in the mail and he eats them confirmed. He, he ate them and that was his thing. I mean, not going to shame it at all, but it was interesting. That was another time I'm, you know, in the process of peeing on gummy bears and thinking, where have I came in my life? Why am I here? But you know, it, he loved it. He was happy. He said they tasted great. Um, I do not want to taste them. He wanted me to taste them. I said, no, thank you. But here you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 
those were some of my um, memorable uh, experiences, if you will, from selling panties. Um, so I was going to wrap it up with this question. Did I enjoy the experience? Yes, I did. Um, it was, it was wild. You know, I just, I didn't even know that the fetish existed. I knew that, I knew that men smell panties, you know, that's such a typical thing, but I didn't know that it went that far. Um, especially with some of the more particular niches, like, you know, the pea gummy bears and, you know, the skid marks did not know those were things. And it was just very eye opening and a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, it was just a super intimate experience. It turned me on a lot. Yeah. It turned me on to know that men were jerking off to the, to just the smell of my cunt. I mean, that is, that's super hot to me. It definitely is. And actually I, sometimes I think about, you know, maybe once a month selling mine to fans that, you know, like me, uh, in my audio porn world or phone sex world. Um, but yeah, I, I don't miss, um, it's a lot of time took a lot of time to do some of it, you know, because sure you could just like take a picture of your panties, like laying on your bed. And I'm talking about not wearing them. Like you just take your panties, lay them on your bed, take a picture, advertise them that way. But to me, what really sold panties were when you were wearing them, you know, um, because there's a lot of men that want to know who's wearing their panties. Um, not no, no them, but at least have a visual of what they look like. Um, <clears throat> you know, and it just, it just brings it more personal. Um, so that took up a lot of time taking those pictures and, um, it's a lot of hustling, you know, setting up sales. There was a lot of time wasters on there. Um, you know, here's an interesting insight I had seen a girl say that, you know, pictures of your gusset should never be free because it's such a value. Like think of it like pictures of your tits or pictures of your pussy. Same. It's on the same level as pictures of your gusset. It should be something that's like, you know, um, earned if you will, uh, instead of freely given. And I thought that was interesting. I thought, you know what? There's some truth to that because even just the picture, the visual of, you know, stains on panties is enough to make some men come, you know? Um, so yeah, I kind of, I kind of understood that, but anyways, um, yeah, there, it was just, um, a lot of, it takes a lot of time. Oh, and then the mailing process, you know, it's very manual, um, paying for the postage and, you know, dropping it off and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it, I enjoyed it very, very much. I would not ever go back to that world, um, just because of the amount of time it takes, just kind of took over my world. And there were, there were months where I was, wearing panties every day of the flipping month. And so it got to where I wasn't even picking out my own panties to wear daily. <laughs> I was wearing panties that were someone else's and not getting to pick the panties that I want to wear. Um, so, so yeah. Um, listener questions. I collected a few, um, to answer on this episode. So here's the first one. It's obvious you have empathy and understanding about this kink. Have you yourself ever used underwear to get off? No, I've never used underwear to get off. I'm not a smell person at all. 
like I know some girls are really attracted to, um, you know, kind of like the same thing that the dirtier scent of a man, um, you know, the s smell of sweat. I don't like any of those smells. The whatever's inside of me, the way I'm built, I am not built to like negative smells. And I shouldn't say they're negative, but you know what I mean? It's just not in my uh, preference at all. But when I did read this question at first, I thought about this. So I would bet everyone can admit this too. There are times, even still today, but especially when I was younger, like a younger girl, you, you get curious about your smell. So like when you take off your panties and you're like, huh, that's interesting. Like something is leaking out of there and you just kind of like smell your panties on your own. Um, yeah, I, that definitely, but it's more of a curious, a curious thing, not like a, Ooh, this turns me on type of deal. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I've never used underwear to get off, um, and probably would not ever be able to do that because it doesn't really turn me on. Um, okay. Next question. This has always interested me as I'm not a big fan of certain smells. However, I'd like to know if selling this merchandise is considered a biohazard. Excellent question because, you know, if you go on the eBay, it is illegal. I, I don't want to say illegal, but against their rules to, to sell used panties or used socks because, um, of the risk <clears throat> of spreading disease, you know, um, as I'm assuming, but, but it's a risk just because it's risky, you know, to, to do. And so this fetish is pretty risky. I mean, the, if we want to be serious about it, and I hate to put this in your mind, if you are a used panty sniffer, you know, what if, what if the girl you're getting panties from has an STD and you lick the panties and you put it on your dick? you know, you rub the panties on your dick. Do you get the STD? I don't know. That may be a really silly thing to say because maybe the STD doesn't live outside of genitals that long, but I mean, still it's, it's yeah. And I remember around the time of COVID, uh, people talking about that being very uncomfortable with, uh, buying things that, you know, were used and not cleaned before they before they received them. So, uh, yeah. And especially, you know, you, you think about skid panties and pee panties. I mean, yeah, they're, it's not particularly clean. Uh, that's why I feel like it's, it's like an underground kind of fetish that has been made a little bit more popular because if you've ever seen, um, orange is the new black, they are, Piper is selling panties out of the jail, you know, for money. And, um, I can't remember if it's been on any other big shows, but, but yeah, I mean, it is such a super underground, um, kind of fetish world for a long time where, uh, you know, people don't care that it's a potential biohazard, but if you're not into it, you're like, Ooh, you know, this may be a biohazard. So excellent question. I don't even know if I answered it correctly. Uh, but I also don't feel knowledgeable enough to, um, know the definition of what makes something biohazard. Next question. One member mentioned spending a ton of money on these items. And I wonder if it's addictive from a psychological standpoint. I can say that, you know, getting to know some of the customers I had, it is addicting for a lot of people. And I think it becomes kind of like 
you know, somewhat like a hobby when people collect things like collecting coins or collecting figures, you know, it's kind of the same thing. It's collecting, you know, panties from different kinds of women, women from all over the world. You know, it's like this collector thing. And so, yeah, I think it does become addictive in that way. And then I'm sure I would assume that once, you know, these fetishists realize, my goodness, all these women smell different. I would imagine that becomes addictive. Like, Ooh, I wonder what she smells like, you know? Um, <clears throat> so yeah, for sure. Definitely becomes addictive. Next question. Actually, it's not a question. I just wanted to read it out loud on this episode because I thought this is cool. Uh, one of the users in the discord channel said, I've always been fascinated by bras, the texture, the shape. I adore shooting my load into or onto a bra. Love that. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And, you know, what's fascinating to me is I think back to when maybe you were a little boy and that's where that, that kind of seed started as you saw your mom's bra or something. And, um, cause I'm sure that's like really cool for a boy to see their mom's bra or maybe it's really gross. I don't know, um, but I'm sure it's fascinating to, to some point. Now that concludes episode 12, worn panty fetish. Are you enjoying the slut next door podcast? I really hope you are. There are several ways that you can enjoy it even more. You can go to patreon.com slash the slut next door to support me in that way. Or you can come join my discord server where you can ask listener questions, get to know me and others in the discord server and enjoy our porn channels chock full of fetishes and kinks. You can get to the discord server at discord.gg slash slut next door. Or you can follow me on Twitter at slut underscore next underscore door. Talk soon. Bye-bye.